0: Woo-hoo. Well, hello, Shannon. Well, hello. Let me fix
1: my Mikey thingy here.
0: <laughs> you you do just that. So um, obviously, I mean, you know, but everyone else, this is the first episode everyone's going to see in my new location. So it'll be fun. Just like where, where is Darcy on the map this time? My background can continue to change.
1: I love it. Exactly. Like that's what I love about this is because I still feel like I get to see you and hang out with you.
0: Mm-hmm. And I get to annoy you and blow up your life. So, <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Well, um, like I said, I'm glad you're excited for your episode today. I'm excited for your episode today. And what you guys don't know is there's a couple of cool things going on before I turn the reins over to everyone's favorite, Anyway, I'm just here to promote <laughs> you at this point, And I'm okay with that. Um, <laughs> no. So a couple of cool things by the time. Okay. So we're recording two episodes this day right now. Yeah. I can't, words are hard. Um, so we're recording two episodes. So by the time you guys hear, literally by the time you guys hear this episode, uh, our YouTube channel already be up. So that'll be really exciting. And you'll be able to watch all of the videos that have been unsuccessfully (laughs) unuploaded due to MP3 edits and just a bunch of technological mumble jumble, which you guys are used to at this point. Uh, One day we will figure out how the internets work and today is not that day. So I'm sure we'll have issues when YouTube comes around, but that's exciting. So by the time this episode comes out, which is literally Sunday, you guys will will already have a YouTube channel up. So hopefully um, you'll be watching this episode via YouTube. And if you're not, that's a shame because we both look very nice. So we both look fabulous.
1: I just woke up like an hour ago. Uh,
0: I literally have been like in between a bunch of things. Like I will neither confirm nor deny that I was doing notes before this call. So
1: (laughs) Um, it is what it is. Yeah, it's okay. I was literally frantically trying to get ready because I got distracted by cutting jeans. So there's that. And then, um, I did not sleep last night. Don't know why I'm on this new medication. So it's like, it messes with my sleep. It makes me like focus more during the day and like more active during the day, but it's uh-huh. like carrying over too much. I feel like to my sleep. So now I'm like, okay, well, what are some good, um, like more natural sleeping medications? Like, cause I don't really like melatonin cause that kind of, it kind of made me depressed, which I've heard before, like it does to people. And then, like I don't know, I'll do Benadryl. But then I feel like it's, I, I my body gets used to it. So if anybody knows uh-huh. like any good like natural sleep remedies, let me know. That's a lot. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I'm sorry you didn't get any sleep. So.
1: Yeah, I'm like, we'll do see. my bags look really bad?
0: <laughs> no, your bags don't look bad. <laughs> and if anyone says they do, I'll fight them. I mean, I think. I think I've been wanting to say this for a while, I just never had a good opportunity to say it. Um, Isn't it weird that I'm like, I'm ready for a negative comment. Like I'm ready for a mean comment. Like we haven't had any comments. So I'm ready for like a mean one. Cause I just want to like make fun of it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I'm sure it's going to happen. At some bad point. Like give, give us positive five-star reviews. That's what we love. But if you want to leave, like a funny mean comment like like mean tweets, you know when people would do like mean tweets. So those will accept because I wanted to laugh at them, but don't be overly mean and leave a five-star review. But <laughs> our feelings are very rarely able to get hurt. So I'm just putting the challenge out there. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, considering the kind of lives we've lived, definitely. I think we've had multiple things said to us.
0: Yeah. I know I, I have know. on a
1: regular basis. So
0: yeah. I mean. I know like I felt like I feel like if I had said that on reddit reddit's brutal like you're like (laughs) roast me they're gonna be like okay like we're gonna roast you to like a crisp you know like just don't say I have a five head or
1: a double chin then we'll be good
0: (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna make them above the belt above the belt shots are are okay (laughs) just need everyone to know that that was totally my idea and Shannon had no idea about it so she just kind of thrown into it so it's fine
1: it's totally I can funny. handle it. I feel I, I tend to think that I'm tough. So I just keep telling myself that you're tough. You're tough I think, <laughs> I think I'm honestly like my biggest critic, like, honestly, oh, I, no. I know that for sure. And it's weird. Cause like people always say that too, like, you see yourself differently than everybody else sees yourself. You know what I mean? Sees you, I yeah. should say. So I always wonder, I'm like, I wonder what people like, how they see me.
0: <laughs> well, I can tell you that you're beautiful and strong and you're funny. Well, so are you?
1: That's why you're my best friend. So that's why you're my best friend.
0: Okay. All right. Um I'll turn it over to you.
1: Did we even do our intro?
0: Hello, everybody. (laughs) Now we did. (laughs) Um I have our stats pulled up if you want if you want me to go ahead and read off our peeps, unless you want to read off our peeps.
1: Oh, you read off. I okay. Help, not prepared. So,
0: Okay. I don't know if any of you know, which I doubt, but I'm a numbers person. I like analytics. I mean, it's part of my job. I do a lot of data tracking. That doesn't make me smart. I'm just saying that right now. Um, <laughs> I like numbers because numbers don't lie. Data doesn't lie. And it's really kind of cool to see how things change. So I have been obviously tracking our... All of you i track a ton of stuff in terms of stats like where our listeners are platforms they use like gender age episode ranking i'm not crazy and stalk all of you that's just stats that we have access to so um we recently switched over platforms from anchor to podbean which we had which you guys are all well aware of and with that transition came a lot of new statistics and updated statistics um, and we've found some more ways to kind of like track the podcast and find all that kind of information, which is a little more accurate. So I'm super excited to announce all of the new places we've reached, which kind of blows my mind that we even have listeners in some of these places. Please stay. We thoroughly enjoy having you here. Um, <laughs> and if you want to DM us or send us an email at taktvpodcastgmail.com, uh, we'll chat you out. So please do so. I will continue to harp to everyone to send us an email because I haven't gotten one yet and I'm not going to let it go. Anyway, Um, so hello, patients. Hello and welcome um, from all of our listeners in, okay, I'm going to go in order of again, most listeners down the list, but we're going to go in a backwards order. We're going to do the states last because I actually have states, whereas other places in the world, I don't have more specific locations. So um hello to all of our listeners in India I was super shocked that we have um kind of a high listener count in India I don't know like like what do you think about that Shan I think it's kind of cool I wasn't expecting that but it's cool awesome. to know that we're liked in India
1: yeah I mean I think it's awesome I really do so I'm all for it
0: mm-hmm. maybe someday
1: I'll get to go over there I don't know we'll see if we uh maybe we're big enough we're doing we an awesome bigger, everybody. world
0: tour <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, So hello to all of our listeners in India, hello to everyone in the United Kingdom, to everyone in Russia, Belgium, Canada, Mexico, Sweden, Nigeria, France, Ireland, Italy, El Salvador, Germany, the Philippines, and then it says some miscellaneous, so there's some miscellaneous ones in there, probably obviously the data hasn't been supplied, but I think it's super cool that we have all of listeners in those different parts of the world, so if you are listening and you're from one of the places I just mentioned, I'm pretty sure those are countries. I probably sound super stupid. I don't know geography very well. Um, Geography is not my first educational choice. So um, if you're from any of those places that I just listed, you know, send us like, send us a a message, let us know. We'd love to shout you out. Um, We'd love to know how you discovered us. Uh, Let us know. It's super cool to know that we have that far of a reach. Um, in the United States, we have, I know we've been kind of doing this interesting arms race and around the world, you're welcome to join this as well. You guys need to band together because um, India has the top spot. So if you want that top spot, do something about it. Um, in the United States, we've had a huge kind of shift in our rankings and we've got a bunch of new states. So hello to everybody in Arizona, California. Florida which fun fact when i was looking at like where in florida like 40% of the listeners in florida came out of miami so okay hey now <laughs> if you see me in <laughs> miami say what's up <laughs> i i don't bite but anyway so uh arizona california florida colorado texas georgia wisconsin virginia nevada washington south carolina and nevada i like to think is my friend brooklyn i like to think that she's the person listening in nevada but that's just my own opinion yeah i mean there definitely could be
1: some of sean's family too i'm hoping
0: oh Oh, we love well if
1: you are let us know like sean's friends some of them i know because you know he's born and raised in vegas so that's right i knew that maybe i'm reaching them maybe (laughs) maybe sean actually talks about me i don't know
0: (laughs) I thoroughly am amazed. I'm like, dude, okay. Cause you know, like strangers, that whole thing of like, you'll get more support from strangers. If you start a business, than you welcome like people, you know,
1: like that whole thing. Um, Yes. No, I do admit though. I, I, when I posted this originally, cause I'm a very, like, if you meet me, like I'm more of a reserved person and anybody who knows me too, I'm like, I'm definitely more on the quiet side. So when I originally posted this, I just wanted to really thank all of my friends and coworkers and everybody, because so many people really reached out to me and they said how awesome it was and how they thought it was so cool. Like the amount of support I got, like made me feel so good. And it like, I just wanted to give shout out to like a couple of people that like my coworkers Um, Jessica being one of them, she sent me a really, really nice uh, message over Facebook. So I really appreciated that. Um, And then just everybody just being so happy for us. The fact that we're getting to do this together was really, really awesome. When I posted that made me happy.
0: Aw, yay um so was there anyone else you wanted to shout out or just just that
1: um oh and then there was jordan too um she's a girl that i knew from a gosh years back when i first met my husband um she even mentioned that hey she mentioned it to her co-workers so that was really 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 awesome
0: that is so sweet um well on that note i would like to give a shout out to i made a new friend at work we I, i was telling you yesterday I had to do like three days of training, like this training I was supposed to get like four months ago for my job. Yeah, And I yeah. made this new friend, her name is Laura. And, um, Laura has, I haven't gotten it yet. So eh, you'll have, you guys will have to like wait and see, but Laura has like her own little Etsy shop. Uh, let me find the name of it. She's probably going to hate me for putting her on blast like that, but she does like, um, cross stitching. And I ordered something from her shop oh. and, uh, I definitely want to like order something for you from her shop because that's she, awesome. Like mine says I put the hot and psychotic. Like that's what I ordered from her <laughs> shop. Um, yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like she has, and their and her, their stuff is so beautiful. Like her her work, it's called stitches, which is art. So that's what it's called. Find oh. her at Dave, her Instagram. Um, show her site some love. Her cross stitching is beautiful, and the customer service was absolutely wonderful. Um, I ordered it like a day or two ago. I'm supposed to get it tomorrow. So, uh.
1: What was it again?
0: And uh, stitches, Witches, art, all one word. Um. So I want to give a shout out to her because she was super awesome, and she went and like followed the podcast on Instagram, and then she went and um, she started following us on Amazon Music. So she's one of our listeners from Amazon. Um, so thanks, Laura, we appreciate. I actually you. love
1: what she does. This is hilarious. I love her little things.
0: Totally I look at them. you definitely look at them so oh think of what we left off so nevada washington south carolina new york oklahoma minnesota montana new mexico pennsylvania nebraska utah north carolina maryland new jersey michigan illinois oregon new hampshire and indiana oops i hit the mic so Thank you all for being here. How many states is that? Because before, when I read off the list, it was 18. I feel like there's nothing more now. 27. So we're over halfway. So we guys oh. thank you for helping spread the word. We want to hit all 50 states. Um, if you're from any of the states that I listed, let us know. We would love to give you a shout out. Represent. Uh, climb up that ranking list. And if you have friends in states that didn't listen, what the hell? Mm-hmm. What the hell, man? Are they really a friend if they don't listen to the podcast you tell them to listen to, you know? Uh,
1: yeah, you know who I'm going to have to put on blast right now? I have a friend, David Emilio. he said, he's like, okay, it's a little strange. He, he admitted, he's like, okay, it's a little weird because he knows how quiet I am. He's like, but I'll listen to it. So I'm supposed mm-hmm. to go get sushi with him and a bunch of other friends tonight. So I'll tell him, look, now you have to listen to this exact episode because I said your name.
0: Yeah, don't tell him what you said though. No,
1: Mm-mm. just that he was mentioned.
0: <laughs> An honorable mention, dishonorable or honorable, we'll see. Yeah. Um. Great. So that was um. Hello to all of our lovely patients. It's happy that we're happy to have you guys here. And just as a, as a side note, we have a bunch of great things in the works. And oh, I didn't, I didn't tell you this. We're almost to three hundred downloads since switching to Podbean. So. Wow. Yeah, we're trying to hit. Um, we made a goal that. It's fun because Podbean gives you like badges when you hit certain like accomplishments. And like one of the big ones we want to do is hit a thousand downloads. So if you guys could help us get to a thousand downloads, that would be a huge, huge win for the podcast. Um, And then we get to share a cool little badge, but we have a really cool surprise for you guys when we hit 500 downloads. So the faster we get to 500 downloads, the more like the faster you guys can get this awesome new, Evolution to the show, I should say. Honestly, I have a feeling right after these few episodes, I think we'll be there. I think we'll be there. Because we switched to Podbean last week. Yeah. So y'all are awesome. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay.
0: All right. It's all you, Shanone.
1: Okay. So I will admit I had a little bit of struggles trying to find out what I was going to do next because obviously I apparently the, the dark Disney was a really good hit. So, um, trying to, trying to kind of trying to think of something to come up after that. That was hard. You know, it's like, how do you, no how factor. do you compete with that? So <laughs> what I did is I did a little bit of research and this is actually one that's been done quite a bit by other podcasts. So some notable ones that are really popular are morbid, of course, I know a lot of people listen to that one and then our favorite one. And that's why we drink this. Is a, this is actually a topic that both of them did pretty actually early on. So, um, but it's really good it's really kind of on the creepy side I wanted to kind of ease people into it um because I know with spooky season coming up and I know with October coming up we really wanted to kind of add in some scary stuff so um this is going to be an episode on now bear with me because this is going to be hard for me because there's a lot of things that I may not pronounce correctly but I believe it's called the Dietlaw Pass incident have you ever heard of it Darcy no so it's like, it. my English is probably going to want to say, and I'd bear with me, I'm not trying to offend anybody at all in Russia, but it, I always want to call it diet law because it's the way it's spelled, but I believe it's diet law. Got it. But yeah, so you haven't heard of this?
0: No, never heard of it. The only Ooh, thing I okay, really know okay, like really in excited. Russia was like Chernobyl, you know?
1: <laughs> well, it's pretty equally creepy, this, this, whatever, this would what happen. Um... So what it was is it happened in 1959 so around like January February time um in the place called the Ural Mountains so when i googled it it's like more on the western side if you think of Russia the big country more on like the western side it's like a mountain range that kind of cuts down the middle of it um and it's in Soviet Russia like i said um a little bit about the area is that around that time in january february um average temps are as low as negative 13 to negative 22 degrees fahrenheit whole lot no. of no for me um and the Diet Pass incident is there was a total of nine hikers um they're actually more like skiers because it, it's obviously snowy as hell over there um we're led by a man His last name was Ziyalov. Let me just say that because I'm not going to pronounce his first name correctly, and I don't want to butcher it and be offensive or anything. Um, So that's why God's name was Ziyalov Pass, because he was a leader. He led, um, there was a total of seven men, men, including himself and two women, on an excursion um, to a peak called Otorten. Um, So it was about like a 200-mile expedition in the freezing cold, in all the snow. They used skis to kind of like trek through it. Um, they had a whole plan laid out. They were actually really all experienced um, skiers and like trekkers and everything like that. They were part of like a sports club that like, if you you get, would basically get like a kind of like a ranking or like a badge per se, once you hit like a certain goal amount of like peaks, I think, or like treks that you did. Um, so this was supposed to be the one where they get like the highest ranking. So they they were pretty well experienced um they were all students um they went to a college called the ural polytechnic institute uh, so they're all friends um and fun fact there actually was supposed to be a tenth person but right as the expedition was about to start um he started having like joint pains and stuff like that he had some medical issues so he ended up turning around and going back which ended up actually saving his life um at the end of their trek it was supposed to be i believe they said until about february 12th So they started at like towards the end of January, I believe it was like the 26th, 27th. And it's supposed to go on till the 12th. Um, They told their family and friends that they would send a telegraph once they got to like their end location, like their end camp. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the family's knew too that, of course, you know, things happen. So if it wasn't necessarily on the 12th, they were okay. Like they weren't going to freak out like the 13th, you know, that they hadn't received any notice. Um, But what ended up happening is nobody heard from them. And it was about like February 20th at this time. So now they're like,
0: okay what the hell
1: you know it's not just a couple days behind but quite a bit yeah um so immediately past the like February 20th mark families and friends they all go out and they're like we got to find them like let's see what happened to them like it's obviously a very grim situation because of how cold it is and obviously what they're doing is really dangerous um they were expecting you know obviously to find the worst and unfortunately they did um all nine individuals died um almost immediately what was weird was that the soviet government um closed down the whole area the whole diet law Pass for an investigation so this right. is where it starts okay. to get weird um nobody really knew about any of this actually until about like i believe it was in the 1990s when one of those investigators um retired and he's like okay now i gotta tell people this shit because this shit's crazy so only the families really knew the true story at the very beginning, um, which we really don't even know the true story. But
0: so like when um, they went missing and the families were like, we haven't heard from them. What did the police say to them? Like, oh, we'll go look for them. But that was it.
1: Um, At first, like nobody really paid much notice um, until the family's like, OK, well, let's go like we're going to go. And then all of a sudden they're like, wait, 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 wait. Like then all of a sudden they got like the military involved. They had like helicopters looking for them. And so I think the, like the shortly after the family was like, okay, we're going to go find them. The government's like, okay, they are really serious. Let's go like help them. And kind of, well, you'll, you'll see, they'll kind of cover things up a little bit, maybe. Okay. Um, all right. But yeah, they, and also the government was like super quick to be like, you know, obviously their deaths are hypothermia. Like that's immediately the cause, you know? So we'll, I'll get into the way the bodies were found and in the conditions and in the placements, it's just very eerie. So um, the evidence though that they recovered, so once they started finding things, um, it took them a while, but they originally, the first thing they found was the tent that they all were sharing. Um, In the tent, hikers, all of them, they left behind their cameras, their diaries, um, and get this, they left almost all their clothes, almost all their shoes were there, but no bodies. Are they naked? And you want to know the scariest part? What? They left the vodka. <laughs> you know that's vodka. serious <laughs> when the Russians leave the vodka? Like, holy First shit. First of like, all, that's a nothing. crime
0: against vodka. And that's a crime against Russia.
1: I Don't know. Don't leave the vodka. I mean, that was just one report that I saw. But, I mean, I'm going to be convinced that somebody brought the vodka, you know. Um... And then, so when they were investigating the tent, it was all destroyed. It was kind of partially covered by some snow too. But then when they really looked at the tent more and looked at the contents inside and were looking at it, they discovered something really creepy. This is where it starts to get eerie. The cuts that they found in the tent were actually made from the inside out. Okay. So like they were trying to get out away from something and they were cutting open their own tent. Okay yeah so that's creepy one so of course then they're like okay where's all the bodies like their shoes are here like their clothes are here like what why you know so obviously something happened to awaken all nine people and have them flee very 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 quickly and not have anything on hardly um The weird part was, too, was that where they were located was completely off path. So they had, like I said, a trail that they were supposed to be on. They were ended up on a slope. So this is kind of like the setting of where it was. So they ended up veering west, apparently, instead of going just straight. They say it was because of a a snowstorm that was happening that night. This was probably the night of the 31st going into the 1st, they speculate, because that's the last time the diaries were, like, filled out. Um, They ended up heading up the slope and tented on the slope versus in the tree line um in the tree line wasn't far yeah. far away so they think that maybe they were trying to gain experience on how to like set, set up camp on a slope versus tree line like everybody else does or that they didn't want to lose like altitude that even though they went off course they had gained altitude at least You uh-huh. know um, let's see Leading away from the tent, they followed eight or nine footprints, they uh, guesstimate. But oddly enough, every single footprint that they found was either only in socks or completely barefoot. So they could actually see like the pads of the toes and everything. Nobody was wearing shoes. And like I said, only eight or nine footprints. So keep that in mind, too. Um, they followed it to about a mile away Um and then at the edge of a nearby forest was where they found the first two bodies. So I just what I did was I wrote down them by their first name and their last initial, because a lot of the last names were really hard to pronounce. So we have their two Yuri's. There's Yuri K, who is 23, and Yuri D, who is 21. Um, both men were found wearing only one underwear underneath this tree, they only in their underwear, and that was it. And no shoes or socks. Um they yuri d had turned like a brown purple color like his whole body and he had what they said was like a gray foam coming out of his cheek and like a gray liquid coming from his mouth um was they it, noticed was, his cheek,
0: was there was his cheek open
1: that i think it was just kind of like evidence of like it being there on his cheek oh okay yeah pretty gruesome um the crazy part was that kind of creeped me out it was like when I was typing this down was um when they looked at their hands and then they looked at the tree that they were right underneath because they were trying It looked like they'd try to set up a little small fire um they noticed that their hands were like completely like gruesome like down to like the the bones almost with from them trying to actually climb up the tree so they noticed like almost 16 feet up into this big giant tree that they were by um, there was evidence of like them trying to like get up there or break branches or do whatever, almost seeming like they were trying to get away from something or trying to possibly get to see something, you know,
0: okay. so either they're
1: maybe getting away, maybe trying to get like higher ground so they could see out more, maybe find more people. But like, yeah, in me thinking I'm like, who in their right mind, I get it. Like, obviously this is probably a pretty desperate situation, but they literally severely injured, injured their hands doing this.
0: So they cut themselves out of a tent, basically naked in negative 30 degree weather Mm -hmm. without the vodka, vodka. which would have helped keep them warm, but tried to make a fire. And then was the fire actually burned or was it just remnants that they tried to set up a fire?
1: I think it was more remnants. I don't know how effective it was or if they really did or didn't.
0: Um, So maybe they got
1: Distracted like,
0: while trying
1: to put a fire together. I think it was like. I think my theory is behind the fire is that they had originally they did get it going at one point, but because of possibly okay. the storm that was going on, it was just too difficult to try to keep it going. Um, and mm-hmm. it just ended up getting put out probably yeah. by the the crazy wind and snow. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, so those those were the first two bodies that were found. Um, and then it looks like, kind of like on the way back to camp, they found three more bodies. So that's going to be a total of five now. So they found Igor uh, Dyatlov, which he was the one that was the, the leader, Zaneda K, who was 22, Rustam S, who was 23. So those three they found kind of, it would appear to be from that tree where the first two were to going back to the 10. Like they were trying to find their way back. Um, so this is where it also gets kind of confusing too. Like what the hell happened? So Rustam S he had injuries that were consistent with somebody who fell and hit their head like over and over and over again. It's like severe head injuries. Um, K had, she had a, like a, what they call like baton shaped bruise, like all over her side. And both were also, those two were underdressed and um, were actually even wearing like other people's clothes too that were in the camp with them. So like, it wasn't adding up. And then they were all kind of like, they weren't together. So it's not like, let's huddle together. Like it's it's crazy storming out. No, it was literally like one would die off here. And then the other two kept going and then another one died off and they just left them. And then the other one just kept going and nobody even made it back to the tent.
0: Weird. So it's just like, okay. yeah,
1: yeah, so- I don't know what was going on, but something, they kept just slowly just leaving each other, you know? And obviously these were all friends too. So I don't know what kind of situation it was. Now, after the first five were found, it took actually a couple more months for them to find the final four bodies. Um, I think it was like more towards the end of, oh gosh, I wanna say March or something like that, maybe that they were found, took a while. and they actually weren't even that far away. It, what it was was they had the tent, the tree, and then if you go past the tree, about 75 meters um, deeper into the wooded area, they found um, the final four. So what it was was they were down in a ravine and they were covered by, I think, like 13 feet of snow. So they kind of had to wait till some of the snow melted off in order to find them.
0: So they fell into a ravine.
1: Uh-huh. or they were in a ravine we don't know if they fell or not they just they were in a ravine okay so that's where it is like it's we don't there's no evidence showing that they fell necessarily or how they got there um let's see so nikolai tv who was uh 23 he suffered um significant skull damage and the autopsy noted it was, it must've been done like right in the moments before his death. So it wasn't like he injured himself and then slowly died. Like it was just like severe skull damage death, basically. But it was definitely while he was living, they said. Um, Louis Mila D, she was 20 and Semyon Z who was 38. He was the oldest. Um, this is the strangest one. They both had these major chest fractures that could have only been caused By a force comparable to a car crash, but Mm -hmm. get this: so it's that's a pretty significant force, like nothing that a human could have done. But they had no external trauma noted. So it It was was almost
0: like like, internal,
1: like a crush or something. They don't, but no, no signs of like oh, something fell on their chest. You know what I mean? Nothing.
0: Do you think now, because you're you're the medical person here? Do you think that that is possible? Like. they, I mean, I guess, let me, I should ask, would this damage, do they confirm if it's before or post death?
1: I believe this was know? all before, before death. Because okay. they're saying so that they're- the that the guy with the skull fractures and these two with the chest compression type fractures, um, these three um, were the ones that they say could definitively, like their cause of death was not just from the cold. It was from these injuries.
0: So is it possible that the people with the crushed chest could have gotten those injuries, but because it's so cold, it prevented bruising?
1: Mm, I don't think so because either way, I feel like the bruising, it'd still be because you can see the bruising on the other gal too, like with the baton shaped bruise. Gotcha. Because either way, even if it being really, really cold, you're still going to have like your blood circulation going on somewhat. It's obviously going to be slowed down significantly, but- you're still going to have, I know that like typically from like, when people do autopsies, that's how they're able to figure out like pre and post-mortem bruising, basically. True, true. true. Okay. Interesting. Continue. But yeah, either way you would think they would actually, they'd still, I think bruise too, as far as I know, um, I'll have to look into it more. But I think you still bruise even after death too, but it's just like, it appears differently, you know, because of the right. fact that it's after death. Um. But yeah, so we don't know, like, how, how could something like that be caused, but not cause anything externally? You know what I mean? It's so like that's, the a, that's a big one that, that you're trying to piece together, like what could have happened? hmm Um, so one of the, the, one of the ones with the chest fractures, uh, Louis D, she also, when they found her was missing her tongue, her eyes, part of her lips, some facial tissue and a fracture, uh, fragment of her skull bone. We're all missing. And that couldn't be
0: caused by the wildlife.
1: That's what they're possibly mm-hmm. thinking. Uh, the only thing that I found kind of odd too, is when they started really listing off more things that were, it was out of these four, the four that were the final ones that be found We're missing quite a few body parts. Um, I'm no expert at wildlife or anything like that. But I was like, in my like logical brain, I was like, there was one, I think they were missing their eyebrows. I'm like, so what the wildlife eyebrows- nature that took not one, but both, you know, <laughs> so that that. like why both, you know, <laughs> or both eyes, you know, apparently, I don't know. I'm no expert at like decomp and stuff like that, but some of it was like, okay, wow. that's kind of really coincidental. I guess that both were missing, not just like one eye and one eyebrow, you know, mm-hmm. so if I were an okay. animal, I'd be like, just non on whatever. Right. So you know?
0: Maybe their eyebrows were just so on fleek. They were like, I t- he's got to go.
1: Got to <laughs> take them. They just, yep. Yeah. They tasted too good, I guess. <laughs> um, and then, so there's Alexander Kay. He's the last one that I haven't mentioned. He was 24. Um, he was really the only hiker that was found with not really much wounds or anything crazy like all the others. But he was with the four in the ravine. He's one of the four, I should say um they did note too that the group of hikers like all of the separate groups like the first two the three and then the four they all died at separate times so that wasn't like within the same hour they think it was probably within like a longer probably like eight hour gap of each other in in fact even longer it was really hard to tell because i mean it was obviously freezing cold so that does change things quite a bit um let's see and then Alexander K. and Ludmila D. Um, the weird thing about them was both of their clothes were actually found to be radioactive too. So we're like, okay, why is it radioactive just those two people?
0: And they were one of the last ones to be found?
1: Mm-hmm. They were one of the ones that were in the ravine. So we're like, okay, so two people have radioactive clothes. They're all mismatched clothes these four I think had the most clothes on out of anybody. So we're wondering too, like, were they, as people were dying, trying to take other people's clothes? You know? To stay warm? To stay warm, yeah. Um. Okay. So, you know, obviously every, it's really sad, it's tragic, everybody died. Um, but the question is why? So there are so many theories that have gone out. Um, What would be your theory as to what happened to all of them or what caused all this? Okay.
0: So the two that had radioactive clothing, was it their clothing they were wearing or was it someone else's clothing they
1: were wearing? It was theirs.
0: Okay. And they're the only ones that had any kind of radioactivity, like nothing else had radioactivity on it, like the tent or anything? Nothing. Okay. And I'm just trying to get the scene in my head. Okay. So we have the tent they've slashed this the cutting of the tent was that slashed in the direction of the ravine or in the direction that they went towards the fire and the tree
1: i don't think it was either i think it was just cut in multiple okay, places so we
0: have nine people and essentially they kind of split off into like three groups possibly two or three groups and four fell into this or went in the direction of the ravine two went towards where the tree and the fire are and then three didn't make it back to the tent
1: right and they think that they're probably at that fire spot too i think at one point maybe all of them were possibly or at least five I and mean, i'm speculating at least just from logically thinking you know the three that were kind of in between where the fire was and where the tent was i think those three may be we're at the fire, and then they're like, okay, this isn't working. Maybe the fire got kept getting put out because of the snow or the or the wind or whatever it was. And we're like, okay, fuck it, let's try to get back to the tent. And um they obviously didn't make it. So that's kind of like my theory. I don't know about the four though, if why they would leave that tree with the fire and not go towards back towards the tent and go in opposite direction.
0: So the ravine, where's the ravine in relation to the tent again?
1: So it goes tent, the fire, the fire spot would kind of be in the middle, and then the okay. ravine is further away from the tent.
0: Okay. So they're all basically going away from the tent. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I don't know if this is a thing. Like, I don't know how high the elevation is from where they're at. Like, I know, um, oh, what's it called? Like, when, like when scuba divers, they come up too fast
1: and they need to be repressurized. It's kind of like altitude sickness. I know there's like a more technical term for it, but yeah, like altitude yeah. sickness.
0: So I'm kind of like, is there, I mean, anyone who fucking hikes mountains, I guess, like let us know, but it's like, I'm kind of curious to see, like, is there something similar to that? And maybe these two people that have like the radioactive clothing, maybe they were searching somewhere or exploring something and were at so high of an altitude that they were already kind of whatever. And then this kind of exposure, maybe they ingested something and it totally like, I guess in a way made them like rabid. Like, I don't know, like radiation is supposed to be like, supposed to make you feel really hot. So it would make sense that maybe you would be stripped naked or whatever. And then this is, Let my brain process. Anyway, so radioactive people, (laughs) kind of like zombie-esque at this point, starts to attack people in the tent, right? They start to attack people in the tent. People freak out in the tent. Don't know how they get out of the tent. They cut the tent open. Or maybe they're blocking their way out of the tent. They cut the tent open. And I mean, if you have something to cut the tent open, why wouldn't you just attack something? But whatever, when you're in panic mode, you're in panic mode. And then maybe they split off or maybe they were running away from these people and they chased them and then you know they got away they thought and they um started to try to set up a camp and then the crazy zombie people found them and then they were like trying to get away from them and then the three of them ran away and so then they got chased and they didn't make it and then two or three more started of heading kept going and then the radioactive people kept going and then they all died like i <laughs> Like <laughs> snow zombies. Like, I don't know what else to like. That's a lot of weird stuff going on. And like, to have like yeah. an imploded, like a chest implosion, that's kind of how I think about it is like, there's something fundamentally wrong inside your body for your chest to basically crack itself open.
1: Yeah. So it's funny, like, your theory actually pulls in like about two or three that I have listed here of people and what they think might've happened. So you kind of picked off like a couple of them actually here. Um, so with the altitude, they thought that at first, but when they looked into it more and they like, obviously looked at the geography and everything like that, they said, yes, they were higher in altitude, but it wasn't high enough to cause the sickness like that. Okay. Um, a really logical one too would be, I don't know if you ever heard about paradoxical undressing for like hypothermic people Mm -hmm. where it's like you get so cold and I think it's it's actually more like they call it right before it's fatal hypothermia so like right before you're literally your body's just shutting down your brain actually tells you that you're really 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 hot so you think Mm -hmm. about taking like all your clothes off yep so they think that that might have been part of the problem um but my thing is is all of them weren't really wearing their clothes appropriately. And like, I don't know about you. Like when, we, when I go camping, I know like when I'm cold, like I'll keep everything on literally everything down to like almost even the shoes because you just want layers. So I'm like, why would they originally even be sleeping without clothes on or in minimal clothes when it's that cold? I mean, we're talking negative 13, negative 20, you know? So I'm like, like a
0: group hypothermia, like a group hypothermia. That's kind of weird. I mean, right. was there anything gas inside that tent?
1: I don't think so I know they said that they had lamps which pulled in another one of your theories about the um radioactiveness some were saying that at that time I think it's like something about the lamps that they were using for like light and stuff like that I don't know if they were like kerosene or something like that whatever they were using had some trace element of like being radioactive so that's where like investigators like tried to like and the government were trying to like off the whole like radioactiveness they're like oh they must have just been too close to the lamps or whatever you know what i mean so that was their explanation for that um another one that was tossed around too was um there's a local tribe called the manzi tribe um and they're the ones actually kind of helped the the group of expedition people like create their like trek um trail map i should say um so people think like maybe they they ambushed them and killed all of them or made them scatter and you know, cause their deaths. I mean, there's a couple of things wrong with that. So I don't know if you remember me saying like when they found the footprints leading away from the tent, there's only eight or nine of them. So that would just account for everybody being in the tent. Mm -hmm. Um, While it may explain like why they scattered so quickly or why they um, cut open the tent, it doesn't really explain like, there's no other footprints. There's no other evidence of like actual like fighting or anything like that. And not only that, but like these poor Mansi people, they're like, wait a minute. Like we're the ones that helped you in the beginning in like the investigation, they're like super helpful, super nice, I guess, very peaceful tribe. So ultimately like they, they're not the cause at all. Um, but that was just one of the things that got spewed out there. Um, but yeah, they were like, wait a minute, cut
0: the tent open from the inside. Like exactly. what's the point of that?
1: Yeah. So that one was discounted pretty quickly, but these poor tribe people, they're probably like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like we're just trying to help. (laughs) And this is why people don't like the government. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and now the one that I like thought was pretty plausible was an avalanche. Cause remember they're on kind of like a hill, right? Um, it would explain okay. kind of why the tent was in disarray and kind of covered by snow. And maybe like it was getting covered by snow. That's why they cut it out. So I was like, maybe it was an avalanche, right? Okay. Um, and maybe that's why they were kind of heading towards the trees for that shelter. Um. It kind of maybe also possibly explain that trauma to the like the chest maybe if it was like a like a really strong force of like snow maybe was my thought but the weird thing is is that like while that'd be the most like plausible answer was being an avalanche they said that the entire area that they investigated had no signs of an avalanche so if you think about an avalanche that's pretty decent big you have like down trees you can see where the snow like came down like you would have evidence of it and there's Mm -hmm. nothing so that's like i'm like wait a minute so i that was like my immediate like thought process but if there's no evidence of it like you can't have an avalanche and not have other things destroyed besides just this tent you know what i mean right um and they said too that i guess like geographically the way they're looking at it this past that they were in like this area has never had an avalanche before at all so it was extremely unlikely for there to be an avalanche just one time and never any time in the past never has been one since so interesting okay yeah um another theory is that there was possibly a fight amongst the group um maybe they were drinking too much of the vodka don't know. There was some evidence that like in the diaries and stuff like that, a couple of the hikers were known to be like lovers or ex lovers. Um, so maybe something went down there, some drama or something like that, but the families, they, they all were aware of the fact that some of them were together or not together or had a past. Um, they still said though, that no matter what, they all kind of really got along really well, despite all that. So they don't think that that was anything. And not only that, it didn't, you don't have evidence of there being fighting amongst them. They just started dying. What if somebody poisoned the vodka? I think they would have found that in the autopsy, though, too. Possibly. Yeah. Which I mean, they Pause. did find in that to foam and that gray stuff coming out of that guy's mouth. So.
0: I don't know. I'm going to pee real fast. Hold on. I'm gonna pee. And I'm gonna get drink. Back.
1: I still got a snack. I feel like I needed like that little, like the the little tune, like do, 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 Oh, I was already
0: thinking in the bathroom of how to like, I'm going to do like a little <laughs> to intermission shortly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you saw it, but like on my Instagram story, I like, added biscoff and I was like you should just sponsor me because while the Publix here does not sell graham crackers of any kind they had everything of biscoff so I bought it oh weird from cookie butter to the cookies to the flavor cookies to these little round cookies that I didn't know they had I'm I'm happy
1: well I did notice too like in the past when I've visited um like Florida I don't know if it's just because like all the theme parks and stuff like that but I've noticed that like Compared to like California, which is obviously West Coast, like the Florida being on the East Coast, I feel like they do get more of like the European travelers. Mm -hmm. That's just I I think it's it's like closer or I don't know. Whereas like in California, it's all like the Asians and stuff.
0: I was so fine with it. Cuban food here is fire, though. You want good Cuban food? Go Florida.
1: Okay, continue. Okay um so another one that you kind of had touched on too was with the radioactiveness some say that the two people that were radioactive were like secret agents or whatever and they're working for the kgb so remember back then this is like in the 1950s the kgb is a really big thing because it's soviet russia um so that they're involved in some sort of kgb cia stuff right um also there was one report that I read um that said that there was like a, a piece of clothing that didn't match any of the uh, people in the tents clothing. And that I guess it wasn't super far off from where they were um, in a far distance, I should say, but there was a prison and they're wondering if maybe like it was like a prison escapee that got to them. But again, no obvious, like, you know, stab wounds, anything like that, no signs of struggle, and only the eight or nine footprints. So how that piece of clothing got in the tent, nobody really knows. I'm wondering if maybe like there was a prison escapee possibly in the area and they just picked up this piece of clothing like, oh, what is this? You know, and just so happened to have it in their tent, but never, never came across the individual. Yeah. Cause um,
0: I mean, if I was, if I was a prison escapee and I stumbled upon people in the fucking cold of winter, I'd be like, first of all, it helped me. I wouldn't tell them who I was, right? Like I would just I would want help to stay alive. And then if shit did go south or I did ditch them, I take the vodka. Like I haven't drank in so long, I'm not gonna leave it. Yeah,
1: let's not forget the vodka. Can't forget the vodka. <laughs> um, another fun one that is a theory is there's something called the Mank, which I might do another little small episode about the in the future. A Mank is a kind of Russian yeti, so it's like a folklore kind of thing. So fun. Um, Yeah. So imagine Yeti. So maybe that could be the cause. Um, People say, hey, that could be, you know, the reason why those people have that extreme trauma that was equal to a car crash, you know, because obviously no human could have done that. So let's blame the Yeti. But he didn't take the vodka. So is he really a Russian Yeti? Yeah. And maybe he's the one that bit things off the face, you know. Right. Maybe he got a little hungry. You need a little snack.
0: Maybe okay. That that goes back to what I said about the eyebrows. They were just too on fleek. And he's like, I just want them for myself. He's gonna probably like glue them in. I'm
1: like, oh. <laughs> You're gonna make a nipple belt like the one guy.
0: <laughs> oh my god, the nipple belt.
1: That's
0: a lot. Okay.
1: That would be a look. He's like, I need to I need to recreate it. Must happen. Mm-hmm. Actually, you would be the first creator then, because I think this is pre-his time. Um let's see. So, yeah. And then when you were saying to the radioactiveness, some people say maybe they were testing a radioactive weapon. Um, and that would explain why the two sets of clothing were radioactive because maybe they got the brunt of it or whatever. Um, and then the creepy part is, is I guess um, there were other hikers in the area too. And settlements that weren't far off and all of them, there were multiple accounts of like these orange orbs in the sky like almost like fireball looking kind of things that night that supposedly this all happened. And it was in that general area where these hikers were. So they're like, what are those orange fireballs? Um, they think maybe what if like the government was possibly testing a new weapon and they didn't realize that hikers were in the area. And then that's why they got spooked and got freaked out to try to cut themselves out of the tent because you know, this crazy shit was going on with those orange orbs and stuff. Um, and let's see.
0: Now it would explain why the government didn't take the families seriously when they were like, our family's missing. And then, that's and then we're like, why we're going like, to go find them ourselves. Down. Then they're like, yeah. oh shit, now we got to like quarantine everything.
1: Hmm. Yeah. And I mean, it would explain why they were in such a haste to kind of get out and, you know, separate and stuff because they're like, you know, weapons and stuff were being shoot- shot off and they were just all of a sudden like innocent people just stuck in the middle of it um but of course you know the government denies that so of course not of course it but that makes me like also Ross think you know my my other thing is what could have been aliens
0: you know i believe yeah. the government did it more than i believe i would believe the radioactive thing coming from the government testing a weapon than these hikers like goes what the fuck do they do for a living like Do they just do biochemical like weaponry? No, like that makes no fucking sense for these people to have like a fucking bioweapon or like a radioactive weapon. Like that was carrying around uranium. That's not how it works.
1: Yeah, yeah. And then somebody also mentioned like, well, what if the government was doing some sort of experimental drug testing on them? Because remember, this is kind of like in an era where you know world wars were happening and stuff like that. Um, and then all of a sudden it caused some sort of weird, violent behavior in these hikers. Maybe they, the government knew that they were going to be very isolated and they're like, well, let's just, let's do something, you know, let's, let's test this, this drug and see what it does. Um, but there was no evidence in the autopsies, you know, and it wasn't like, I don't, it wasn't like they were violent towards each other. I think they're just in a, in a state of just absolute confusion. And that's what I don't understand is that like I said, the whole no clothes thing and being separated and it just not making much sense. Um, another weird thing that I really wanted to, the chance to look up more, but I didn't get it to. But I have heard of it before, and I don't know if you have or not. It's something called infrasound. Have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. So I've heard of it, like, um, like researching some paranormal stuff, um, because it's a it's a natural phenomenon they say where it's like particular wind patterns. They have to be super specific. Um, they, once they are, like, are within like the area and they like hit the human body, oftentimes they cause severe panic attacks. Um, and then it, it like almost mimics the feeling of like an earthquake within the body. So like your body just is like, what the fuck, you know? So they say like a lot of like paranormal stuff can like be credited towards like the um, because like some sort of weird wind wavelength thing that causes just like pure panic, pure like chaos. And I was like, okay, they did mm. say that it was a storm and it was windy and stuff like that. Maybe, maybe, but how did it affect all nine? It was my thought process, you know, inside of a tent. Right. But mm. the whole infrasound is really, it's like fascinating. Cause it's how it's like, it's a very specific, like, that's why you don't hear it very often, but it's a very specific thing that it, it is, it is a scientific fact that I believe that they have proven it to be a case. Well, that'd be fun for you to cover in the future. Yeah. So, like, and I, like I said, I know it's oh, been in, I think, linked towards some paranormal stuff too. So, um, but ultimately what the government of course just said, and ultimately they, what they said was for all the nine hikers, it was quote unquote death by a compelling natural force. It's very vague
0: a compelling a compelling natural or unnatural
1: natural natural okay yeah. okay yeah. Yeah. I'm like, so i'm like okay just nothing out up you could see where people were like you could see where people like okay what the fuck you know yeah. um so because that guy the investigator who leaked all this information Um, he leaked it out in like the 1990s. Um, It just kind of steadily just kept getting more and more popular for people to research and try to come up with theories and stuff like that over these last few years. Um, Of course, because everybody just wants to know what happened. The Soviet government decided to reopen the case in 2019 to say, hey, you know, with all this new modern technology, let's look at it again. Um, So, but they admitted to the fact that you know, by reopening the case, they were actually only looking at three possibilities. And that's the only things that they were going to focus on, which was avalanche or a snow slab or a hurricane. The other thing. Snow like, slab. Oh, yeah, and I, and I was like, a hurricane, okay. I'm no we'll g- only like- looking at natural disaster scenarios. Right, so they're admitting like, okay, well, we, we'll reopen it, but we're only going to investigate these three things. <laughs> mm, that's convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I ended up finding, uh, it was on nationalgeographic.com. Uh, it was an article by a man named Robin George Andrews. Um, he said that this has kind of been the most logically thinking thing that happened. So this was their ultimate surmise with all the new modern technology, all the simulations that they've done. Um, so this man named Alexander Puzrin, He's a geotechnical engineer in Switzerland, um, teamed up with a man named Johann Gom, and he was a snow avalanche simulation uh, laboratory guy. So they kind of teamed up. So a geotechnical guy and avalanche guy. Um, together, they came up with the avalanche conclusion. So that's ultimately now what they say is it was an avalanche. Um, believe it or not, you want to know where their inspiration came from? You'll never guess it. Came from two things. One's Disney related. In night in twenty nineteen, mm. it's not gonna be Frozen, is it? It is. Are you kidding <laughs> me? Frozen. frozen? Yes, yeah. <laughs> they got their inspiration from the movie Frozen and frozen. Um, some dead bodies that General Motors used. What? <laughs> uh, yep. So the out. reason why the reason why Frozen they got this idea was that. They're saying the way, like, Disney had some of the snow. Is lost Olaf? Did he go rogue? <laughs> yeah, no, <The> rogue snowman. <laughs> um, they say the way that some of the snow was portrayed in the movie, like the sequences and stuff like that. They're wondering like, logically, could that be a, like, factor, you know, especially with this avalanche? And I guess there's, like, a scene in the movie, too, that the guy's like, wait a minute, maybe this is it. <laughs> um, and then they took... Uh, Results from General Motors. Um, I guess years back, they when I originally testing like seatbelts and stuff like that, they used a bunch of cadaver bodies, so dead bodies, um, and yeah. actually had them like in a car. Like they had them strapped basically in different ways, and the one and one of the things that they really utilized was um, the results from these cadaver bodies being strapped to like a hard board on the back. And the reason why they really looked at those was because what they are saying is that some of the hikers were known and it's a, not an uncommon thing for them to do at that time we were actually sleeping on top of their skis so it wasn't like on the cold snow ground so instead they're like on top of the hard skis mm-hmm. so sleeping on the skis and everything like that they say that what it was is actually they think it was a mini avalanche so by mini they're saying it's probably only about 16 feet long or like the size of an suv um, that hit the tent just perfectly dead on basically and the reason why the people have the trauma to their chest and stuff like that would be from the that slamming force of the snow and them laying on top of the skis were is what caused that crushing basically
0: so they're saying like this okay because in my mind when i'm hearing this and i'm like i would assume they're probably laying on their back not on mm-hmm. their stomach and the snow is just like like from the sky like when I think of an avalanche I'm like I
1: see going this way yeah Yeah. so I'm wondering were they like the ones that like got hit first maybe like I don't know and then my thing is is like okay was
0: it like was it covered in was it buried in snow or was it like
1: it was like partially sticking out so it wasn't like covered like you would think like an avalanche would cover and like I said remember you would think most avalanches would cause some sort of damage or sh- you would see like the snow where like, like break it is- pl- if it could break their chest shouldn't it collapse the <laughs> Like right you would think that it would be like more significant but they're saying that it is a possibility i guess they did like simulations and stuff like that like i don't know like my thing is is like sure like i thought avalanche at first too and it being like a mini one is kind of strange but it's like how unlucky is that then that you're saying a 16 foot long perfectly sized avalanche just pummeled this tent and that's it nothing else Mm -hmm. and nothing's ever been recorded since to happen similarly
0: in a place that's never had
1: avalanches yeah okay but like they were saying like oh we have like they they showed like this is how this could happen with the avalanche but my still i'm still thinking i'm like what why are they naked (laughs) and radioactive
0: yeah Like why the avalanche was that small for them to cut their way out and it didn't affect anything else in the forest. Why would you scrape your hands to the bone
1: trying to climb a tree to get away from it then? That doesn't make sense. Same. And I mean, maybe there was a storm going on at the time too. So maybe they got a little disoriented and stuff like that, but it still doesn't make sense as to why they like ran so far from like their tent and everything like that too and sure they wanted to make sure that no avalanches were happening and stuff like that but you would think that once they got out they'd find a way to get their clothes or something in there with their tent only being like partially covered by snow like that doesn't make any sense to me why they would still leave everything behind maybe at the time when the avalanche did happen things were buried a little bit more and like maybe that's why they just cut themselves out and like ran but these are also like experienced hikers that are like they know like what an avalanche is they know like the risks and stuff like that so knowing that like I mean I don't know why like I said they're sleeping with no clothes and they left their clothes behind and they didn't stay near the fire I don't know like it just to me it doesn't add up you know something just doesn't sit right
0: and do we know if they did like a toxicology with the with the autopsy, or did they do like a limited one? Did they claim they did one?
1: They claim that they like they examined the bodies like all of them like to an ex- like extreme extent. Um, another weird thing too that I found in an article was that all nine of the bodies turned like a purplish like I think it was like a purplish gray color, which isn't normal for dead people, right? No. No, like it was a very weird, like purple, black color. Like that, obviously, you know, they're not that <laughs> nobody's that color, um, Like a full body bruise something. Yeah. And they, but then people like some of the, the medical people were saying, oh, it's just because they basically got mummified because of the freezing cold.
0: Yeah. That, that makes sense. That, yeah. I, that I would believe.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but no, I mean, they also, that,
0: wouldn't they also like the ones in the ravine who are buried in snow, right? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't they basically be like gangrene or something and just be like black?
1: Maybe.
0: That's, a, that's the thing I'm thinking of.
1: Like wouldn't- Well, and that's what they're they, people, some awesome. people are saying with like the decomposition and stuff like that. They may have been like face down and like some, There, there is like, I guess like a like a phenomenon too where like there can be running water underneath snow. So they're thinking, like, what if, like, somehow they were, like, face down in the water while being buried under the snow? <laughs> that was another thing that I read. Um, but, yeah, like, it's, I don't know. It, to me, while well, I understand what they're saying with the mini avalanche and how they can account for most things, it still doesn't, still to me doesn't account for the the behaviors of, like, all the people. You know what I mean? And the weird, the kind of like the creepy, eerie thing, too, is they said any of the footprints or the foot tracks that they found, it didn't seem like anybody was in a fast-paced movement at all. Like, people are just kind of, like, walking along. Zombies. Zombies. Zombies.
0: Listen, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie, but there's a movie called Nazi Zombies. There Never is. Never heard of it. And it takes place, it, it's, it's a movie. I'll, <laughs> I'll see that. Um, but and they're Nazi zombies and they end up in this huge battle on like this snowy mountain. So maybe they got caught in the middle of a Nazi zombie attack. I don't know. All I'm saying is that that it was all these other theories and that one's plausible
1: as well. I'm saying it's aliens.
0: I think aliens is mostly believable or zombies. I'm going with radioactive zombies, Nazi zombies, I, The only reason why I
1: say aliens is because aliens. there's no footprints. So maybe they're floating aliens
0: maybe the aliens were testing them (laughs) you know what i mean like maybe they were testing something and they're like listen if this fails their government's gonna take the fall because everyone hates them anyway (laughs) you
1: know um speaking of movies though too i guess like i said this has been a pretty popular topic for a lot of people to like dive into um there was a movie made too it's called devil's pass i guess i guess it came out in 2013 on rotten tomatoes it was not a good review (laughs) So it seemed like a low budget kind of type movie, but I guess it was. It's about like, I guess five US students go to the Dietlock Pass to try to figure out or recreate what happened that night. And of course, crazy shit happens. It's supposed to be like a horror movie. And of course, the five were never found alive again, too. So. Or maybe it those- was a ghost. Yeah, but it was like one of those where it's like, of course, ironically, like the, the, the films that they were using were found, you know? So it's like. <laughs> They found the films, and it shows all of like this. I don't know,
0: very Blair Witch of them. Okay,
1: yeah, but yeah, the every podcast that I've listened to, too, like I said, morbid, and that's why we drink. Um, we everybody kind of has the same conclusion. We nobody really knows. Like, like I said, I I partially believe the avalanche theory, but I think it would be a very very coincidental thing.
0: I don't believe the avalanche thing. i it's a cop out. I think. I mean, we're also talking about like the Soviet government here, right? Like. Well, we'll we'll reopen it but we're only going to reopen it for these things when those out of two of the three were never even ideas in the original investigation so you know they had a meeting before they did this and they're like all right we gotta we gotta what are we gonna only look because that's kind of sketch we're not gonna look into that this so I don't know if the government did do something, obviously they're going to cover it up, which explains this weird. I also think that that if, if they didn't do anything, if they aren't involved, they did that. So they could just like shut people up. Like, listen, we reopened it. This is what we decided. Case closed, mm-hmm. leave us alone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, needless to say, m- most of us don't think it's truly okay. ever going to be known what's happened. Um, well, then it's Elsa's fault.
0: They were in her <laughs> territory and she exactly. killed them.
1: Exactly, yes. She unintentionally did her little snow magic and killed them. But let me see, what was I gonna say? What's my train of thought? Oh, my sources that I did use, by the way, so I don't want to forget to cite. um, Like I said, I used the National Geographic one for like the the final bit for the most recent investigation. And then there's a good article. It was on a website called allthatisinteresting.com. And it was an article by John. Yeah, John Kurasky. Um, He did a really good job at really breaking down everything and all the evidence that was being found. Um, also, I want to make note too that if anybody's interested, there's a website. I think it's literally called the Dietloff Pass incident, like .com. Um, it's a Russian website, but the, it, it is like translated into English for everybody as well. Um, it's super detailed. Like I got to look at, you get to look at each individual person. So it goes kind of like a little biography about all of them. And then it really goes in depth as to like the stuff that was found, like their journals and stuff like that. So that was pretty fascinating to read too. Like literally, like you can see like day by day, like what they were doing and stuff like that and how all of a sudden just stopped. So there's also a lot of pictures and I will warn everybody, like if you do look this topic up, the thing that really creeped me out the most. And I think just got me chilled to the bone was that everything I was looking at, like they made these pictures of these bodies very well public. Like all of them, like had, you could see the pictures of where the bodies were, what kind of condition they were in. And it's just really eerie. Like it just, that to me just kind of like was what really kind of put me over the edge sometimes with like doing the research and stuff like that was, they literally just showed everything, no censorship at all.
0: That makes me think back to that. Do you remember it was like years ago when like um there was that live chase on fox news and the dude he got he got shot on live on television and they were like oh shit this dude just got shot in the head on mm-hmm. national television and we have to like and then they had to like censor it and it was like but people already saw this dude get shot in the head so it was mm-hmm. bananas
1: yeah there was another one too where it was like a high-speed chase and like the guy was on a motorcycle and like it was live too and then all of a sudden like he crashed i mean like severely crashed and was like projectiled like far and it was literally on live tv and you know he died like instant like you know there's no way he was not dead i miss live pd yeah <laughs> i know right <laughs> i loved when live pd was literally like in arizona so it was like oh there's that yeah. shitty apartment we used to live in sean <laughs> mm-hmm. and but um so yeah that was the D at love pass incident
0: that is bananas and I'm very much, I'm very much like M when Christine does her like unsolved cases. Cause I'm like, but I want the conclusion. Like I want to know the answer. It's an alien. <laughs> if any of you are like a psychic medium and you can like talk to the dead, try to channel them and see what actually happened. Um, yeah. But what are your theories? I want to know what people think. I want to know what, what do you guys think happened? Mm-hmm. did we cover something that you saw did we not cover something that you thought that'd be fun to know what do you yeah, guys definitely. think
1: I know I want to see what other people come up with I liked your theory because like I said it really pieced together quite a few of the ones that,
0: that were thrown
1: sense. out there but yeah I mean uh, anytime like anytime I actually thought of something that it could have been I was like but no wait that doesn't account for that and then I was like okay well that matches that but it doesn't fit in with everything else so to put all the pieces together and make it make sense somehow is really hard. Well, yeah, because it's, it's interesting enough to,
0: it's like, everyone's kind of acting on their own volition with Mm. no sense of communication. Like when you told me like the guy's hand was like, their hands were like scraped to the, to the bone. I was like, okay, yeah, that's like shit like PCP does to people. Like, you know, or things that's like, you don't know that you're literally just like cutting yourself apart. You know what I mean? Like, that's the kind of shit that I think of. I'm like, I mean, also I understand in a heightened state of fear, like you're going to do whatever it takes to like, keep yourself alive. Like, I understand that, but it's also like, I don't know. I don't, I don't foresee somebody trying to climb a tree that bad without just running to a different tree. <laughs>
1: just go Right. And then some people were saying like, well, maybe they were trying to get like wood for the fire or stuff. That was maybe like dry wood. I'm like, that degree. the only thing that I can logically think about that was like, if the storm was really that bad, maybe they had like zero visibility to know that there's like plenty of trees over there. You know what I mean? But sure, uh, if there was a storm, yeah, I was like, I, I just, either way, you know, with the four people walking away, they could have been like, Hey guys, there's trees over here. <laughs> like,
0: exactly. Oh, uh, that's a good one. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that very much. Um, Do you want to, do you want to know, tell people where they can find us?
1: Oh, I still haven't written down. I know some of it. Find us on Instagram and on Facebook. You guys, please, please reach out to us. Take a killer to brunch.
0: That is at TAKTV podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Take a killer to brunch as Shannon says on Facebook. You can email us because I really want that email at T-A-K-T-B podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and you can also find us on our website at uh, take a killer to wordpress.com. You can message us there or you can listen to us on the website because we have all the episodes listed there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, please send that email. Darcy's like begging for one.
0: <laughs> She's tired of hearing me talk about it and I'm not gonna, listen, this It'll works happen. On, It'll Insomnia happen. <laughs> on Insomnia podcast. On Insomnia podcast, there, have you listened to it yet? <laughs> The what insomnia podcast. Oh no, not yet. You have to listen to it. That's the one I told you, like the two dudes who are English and their best friends they are really fucking funny. Um, and I was like, Oh my God, like if we were English men, that's probably who we would be. And it's super great. <laughs> um, chatted with them a little bit too in the past. They're really fun. And, um, I'm high key convinced that they didn't want to like do a show together because they didn't like my podcast. So it's totally fine. Now that my podcast is cool and I told Joe to get my best friend on it, I did tell them that um, we should do a collab. And They're not gonna listen to this, but if anyone listens to them, tell them to. Um, but they, one of them, I can't remember his name. He was like, we haven't got an email. I want you guys to email me. And his friend was like, oh my God, you're such an old person. You want an email? Like, what is wrong with you? Why can't you just be okay with like district, like DMing? And he's like, no, I want the email. So I, and then he got one. So I'm going to do the same thing he did. And until I get an email, I'm going to be annoying and ask for them. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have
1: to do a special shout out to what poor individual decides to email Darcy. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. All right. Well, thanks guys. Thanks for listening to my story. It was a lot of fun. we absolutely. Yeah, find another absolutely. really, really interesting one for you guys.
0: You did a fabulous job, Shannon, 10 out of 10. And then I think we're going to take a little bit of a break because when we come back, I'm going to make you very depressed. So <laughs> hope you're ready.
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Bye guys. Bye. Oh, cheers. Cheers. <laughs> we'll get that down eventually. All right, One day.